Good morning, Victor Outreach Inglewood, and welcome to our Sunday morning virtual worship service. Make sure you text somebody, give them a call, tell them, turn those cartoons off. It's time for church. Amen. I'll be reading from the book of Exodus, chapter three, verse 14. And I want to say that on Friday night, we had a powerful message. Pastor Jerry brought it down uh, on Friday night. And I pray that God speaks to you and, and us this morning from this book, uh, Exodus chapter three, verse 14. I'm going to read the first part of that verse and I'll explain it to us this morning. Uh, fascinating story, one of the best in the Bible. And this is what it says. God said to Moses, I am who I am. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we ask once again that you would reveal something to us that you that you desire for us to know. Reveal yourself. Speak to us about who you are, who you are to us, who you are for us. Lord, we need to hear from you this morning. So we ask that you would remove anything that distracts, that takes away from what you desire to say and do. In Jesus name. Amen. You know, for centuries, uh, scholars have debated, argued over what these words mean. I am who I am. In some versions, it may say, I am what I am, uh, or I will be what I will be. But they have argued over what the words mean and why God would use these words as his name, uh, because that's how he describes his name is I am who I am. But I believe that the best way to get at the meaning of these words is simply to read the story, to read the story, to figure out what God was trying to do. You know, 40 years earlier, Moses was in Egypt and he killed a man. Right. Moses, the friend of God, the, the holy man of, of, of God. He killed a man in Egypt and then he tried to cover it up and he fled for his life. He, he, he thought that nobody knew what he had done. But the next day he realized that people knew all about it. And so he ran for his life. And eventually news got to Pharaoh, who vowed to capture and to kill him. But after years of being a fugitive, 40 years of being on the run, God called him back to Egypt. You know, God does that sometimes where uh, something may not make sense to us, uh, the direction that we go in life. It may seem to make more sense to do what we have planned. And, and God says, no, no, I have something for you to do. And that's exactly what happened with Moses, called him back to Egypt. You know, when he left Egypt, it was simply a personal crisis, a personal issue that uh, caused him to flee. Now the situation in Egypt had become a national crisis. Israel was uh, crying out to God because the entire nation had become enslaved under hard uh, uh, slave labor. And out of all the people available, and I'm sure there were many righteous men and women there in Egypt that God could have raised up to deliver that nation. I'm sure there were many of them without a criminal record, many of them who are not on the run that God could have raised up. It was Moses that God selected Moses that he chose. And see, already God is revealing something about himself. 
something mysterious about how he works, because he does that sometimes. Many people more qualified than us, many people with a spotless record, yet he chooses you to do his greatest work. Amazing, fascinating. Moses had been uh, away from Egypt for at least 40 years. Why me? He had disconnected from the people. He was home free as far as a fugitive is concerned. He no longer associated with the, the Jewish people or their way of life. He had been gone for so long. In fact, when Midian's daughters found him way on the other side of the desert, they described him as an Egyptian. They went back to the father. Yeah, we, we ran across an Egyptian. His clothes were different. His speech and his mannerisms were different. His whole identity had changed. Moses was disconnected from Israel and no longer related to the people there. Yet God called him back. So in, in his mind, the idea of going back to Egypt, that, that's a crazy idea. Who, who would do that? It might mean my own captivity or worse. It might mean death for me. But God said, go. I have a plan for you. I have something for you to do. And before he went, they had a conversation, Moses and God. And God tells Moses his name. And this is the passage we're reading this morning. An unusual name. He says, I am who I am. That, that's my name. If they ask who sent you, I am who I am. That's what you are, are to tell them. And the only reason it's even in the Bible, the only reason this phrase, this name of God is revealed in the Bible is because Moses was reluctant to go back to Egypt. And he said to God, what if I get pulled over in Egypt? No, actually, that's the Inglewood version. Uh, he said, what if they ask me who sent you? Right. Or what should I say your name is? What if they confront me and say, well, who is it that sends you? Who is it that has given you the authority to even ask to let Israel go? And God's response was this. Say to them, I am who I am. That's that's the response you're to give them. That's my name. So from the very start. The giving of God's name was very personal, a promise to Moses. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like God was speaking to Moses. I am what I am. I am who I am. Whatever you need me to be, don't worry about those things, that your fears, all of those fears are unfounded, that even in the midst of danger, whatever danger you may come up against, I am who I am. The crisis that he faced, the crisis that Israel faced, I am who I am. Don't worry about it. The name that he gave Moses was more like a personal promise than a name. When you think about it, it's more like a personal promise, a personal guarantee that whatever you need me to be, that's exactly who I am. Right. I am who I am. But Pastor Kevin, how can you say that? How do you know it was a promise to Moses? And, and for me, it's kind of simple. When you read the story, when you read the story, nobody ever asked Moses anything about who sent him. When you read ahead 
and, and all of his fears about, well, what if, what if they ask me what your name is? Read the story. Nobody ever asks him who it is that sends him. He went back to Egypt and in spite of his concerns, nobody ever asked for a name. So the giving of the name wasn't for them in Egypt. The giving of the name, I am who I am. I am what you need me to be was for Moses. You need to know this about me is what God was saying to him. All of the concerns, all of the, the, the worries, all of the fears about being legitimate, about his calling being legitimate. All of the concerns about, uh, you know, what if they, they ask me about how am I connected? I, I don't even look like an Israelite anymore. I, they may not relate to me anymore. All of the concerns he had about getting the name right. Uh, what if they ask me, how do I pronounce your name? What is your name? All of the concerns. But that question never came up. And God knew it wasn't going to come up. God knew since day one that it wasn't going to come up, that nobody in Egypt was going to even ask that question. God already knew that. But rather than saying to Moses, hey, Moses, don't worry. Nobody's going to ask you my name. Rather than saying that, he simply says to Moses, but this is who I am. I am who I am. You need to know this. Oh, man, that's fascinating to me. It was a promise, not to the people back in Egypt, not to the nation as a whole. And it eventually becomes that for them. But this was a promise to Moses that whatever you need me to be, that's who I am. That's who I am. That if you get stuck, when you get stuck, I am what I am. And I am who you need me to be. You know, names give an indication of, of a person. Names give an indication of, of, of character. They tell something about who someone is, what someone is. I asked Debbie, look up my name for me. And she came back and said, handsome. Now, I don't know if that's official, but that's what she said, right? God was telling Moses that whatever I was to your forefathers, Whatever I was to Abraham, to Isaac and to Jacob, that's what I am to you. That's who I am to you. The stories you've read about, about God's great exploits in the lives of other people. That's who I am to you. The way they called out and I answered. The way they prayed and I responded. That's who I am. I am who I am. God was pleading uh, with Moses to understand him. And in that pleading, he was pledging himself to be there for Moses. All of the miracles that he performed, all of the promises that he fulfilled, all of the families made whole, lives redirected. That is who I am. What you saw happening the grace, the compassion, that is who I am. I am who I am. And believe it or not, even today, this is the name God wants to be known by. He wants you to know him this way. This is how God self-identifies. I am who I am. It's a name that, that's both old and new. 
It's, it's old in, in, in that it connects every story of the Old Testament to God's nature, God's character, that that's who I am. All of the great things we read about, all of the compassion, all of the power, all of the grace, those that had needs in their lives, and he was there for them. That's who I am. It's old in that fashion, but it's new in all of the unimaginable ways in which God wants to reveal himself to you, ways you can't even begin to imagine. That's who I am. In this time of national crisis, God steps into the picture. In this time of national crisis, he obviously wants to be known because he reveals his name. And in revealing his name, he reveals his nature. But he doesn't give Moses a specific name. It's kind of like a, a blank name. You know, I am who I am. So he tells Moses, just fill in the blank. That's all you do. Just fill in the blank. And that's who I am. No single name can fully describe God when you think about it. And that's why we read about so many names and titles in the Bible, because no name can label him. He says, I am what I am and I will be what I will be. And anything you need me to be, that's who I am. And for the next 40 years, Moses kept filling in the blank. I am what I am. And when he faced Pharaoh, I am fearlessness. And, and when he needed direction, I am guidance. And when he came to the water's edge, I am dry ground. And when they were hungry, I am manna from heaven. Whatever Moses needed him to be. Water from the rock, shade from the sun, victory from the enemy, regardless of the circumstances he faced. God is what he needs God to be in his life and for the rest of his life. All Moses had to do is fill in the blank. Fill in the blank and God would be who he needs him to be. And it's not that God turned into whatever uh, name Moses would give him. On the contrary, Moses discovered that God already is everything he needs him to be. He's already that. And he discovers God day by day being my provider, my strength, my healer day by day during a time when people were suffering during a time when there was a national crisis, during a time when life was difficult, during a time of extreme anguish, God shows up and he asks, who do you need me to be? Who do you need me to be? And this morning, all you need to do is just fill in the blank. Because I'm certain that many of us have challenges that we face where we need God to show up in our crisis. And I believe God is pledging himself to you this morning. For Moses, even though nobody else in Egypt would ever ask him this question, you know, what's his name? Who sent you? It answers the question we all have swirling around in our minds, in our hearts. 
Will God be there for me? Will God be there for me? Will God show up when things get tough? Will God help me in my time of need? And God says to you, my name is I am. I am who I am and I will be what I will be. It wasn't a question for the people in Egypt. It was his question, a question that answers the question swirling around in Moses's heart. And today, thousands of years later, here we are. And that question might be your question this morning. My question. God, what is your name? And he says, you know what? Fill in the blank. What do you need me to be? Because I am everything you can imagine. And this morning, I believe God wants to speak to you about who he is. God, where are you when I face frightening times? God, where are you when finances are difficult? God, where are you when there are, there's nobody to, to talk to, right? I am the friend. I am the provider. I am your comforter, your counselor, your strength, right? When your fears begin to arise, when, when we do exactly what Moses did uh, and, and we say, you know what, man, I'm going to take him at his word. That's, that's exactly what happened. Moses took him at his word. God will reveal to us all kinds of ways that he fulfills this mysterious name. I am who I am. His answer to you is going to be the same. I am who I am and I will be what I will be like that name tag that is blank. Fill it in. Fill it in each day. Each day you wake up. God, I need you to be my strength. God, I need you to be my protection. God, I need you to be my friend, someone I can talk to, someone I can walk with. Be my provider, my holiness, my strength. God, I need you again today, every day, every moment of every day. God is everything you need him to be. Moses took God at his word. And, and in Exodus chapter 15, verse 26, when God healed the waters that they were drinking bitter waters that would have killed them all. He also made a promise to heal Israel. So he was called Jehovah Rapha. Right. The Lord, our healer. And in Exodus 17, 15, when God fought for Israel. He was called Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, our refuge. Right. Our banner, our refuge in Exodus 31, 13, when God gave them the Ark of the Covenant and he put his spirit into into to men who would beautify it and and decorate it. And, and he vowed to be uh, that that Ark to be his throne where he would sit upon it and lead Israel. They called him God Mekodishkim, the Lord who makes you holy. Right. A, a promise fulfilled, even in Deuteronomy 32, four, after writing the first five books of the Bible, Moses had finished from Genesis to Deuteronomy. God came to him and he called God a hot sewer, which means the rock or a reference to God's unchanging nature. All that 
Moses had seen in the 120 years of his life, man, this God never changes. He is certain. He, was, he is sure. He is, he is consistent. He is faithful. He is a rock that I can stand on. And there were many others who encountered God the same way as peace, almighty provider, one who is present. And the list goes on and on and on. So who do you need him to be this morning? What have you been confronted with that challenges the, the, the presence of God, the knowledge of God? What is it you've been up against that has, has come against you or your family? And, and it makes it seem as though God is distant. Listen, God is saying to you this morning that I am who you need me to be. That's who I am. I am whatever you need me to be. And it's not that I turn into the things that you need me to be. You will discover that God is already present to meet your needs. I am who I am. God is saying to you, that is my name. Father God, this morning, I pray for our church, our members. I pray for those that are faced with difficult times. We, we live in a time of crisis, a national crisis, a personal crisis. And this is what we need to know. We need to know you, Father God. We need to know your name. We need to know who you are and what you are for us, Father God. And so we ask this morning, that you would reveal yourself, your many, your, your, your multifaceted name, my God, to us. Who you are and what you are to us. Because you fulfill all things and you are all things to us. So we thank you this morning for knowing us and allowing yourself to be known by us. We thank you this morning in Jesus' name. And for those that don't know Christ this morning, that may be listening to this message and you want to know this God who loves you, I, I simply want to say a prayer. I, I want you to know him this morning. So if that's you, I, I, I want you to repeat after me just a simple prayer to ask God into your life. Just repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I know that I've done wrong in my life. But I ask you to forgive me. Like Moses, I've been on the run. But I hear your voice this morning. You have a plan for me. And I pray that you would use my life. I believe that your son died on the cross for me. And I receive him right now as my personal Savior. Forgive me of my sins and welcome me into your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Father God, I pray for all who have said this prayer this morning in sincerity and faith that right now you would lift every burden off of their lives, that you would begin to reveal yourself to them day by day, that you would connect them with people who will disciple them and see them grow in your word and in prayer. And I thank you, Father God, for this moment, this opportunity for them to know you 
And I pray that you would reveal yourself to them more and more. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. Well, God bless you this morning. I am so excited to have been able to, to just share these words with you. And I pray that God reveals himself to you more and more. And what his name means to you, I am who I am. God bless you.